Welcome back to another episode of Missing Mysteries in Black and White with your two hosts, myself, Ed, and my main man, Josh. How are we doing? Oh, in a space of two weeks, I get, I've got four episodes already. In oh, a no. week, in a week, I get we, four episodes. We spoil you, like. Oh my God, we are busy people. But like how we start every uh, main podcast episode, Josh, how you been, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. It's it's annoying, isn't it? Because obviously we see each other that much now. There's no nothing yeah, new there's to nothing, report. Yeah, do you know what no, I mean? Exactly, like, yeah, I, mate. I'm, I think I'm seeing you more than I'm seeing my own wife. <laughs> it's a bit mad. But. <laughs> well, how you been anyway? Yeah, like I say, yeah, like the same with you. Like you see me that often now. Like nothing's actually that new. Exactly. Anymore, so yeah, but yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I want to say. First, like unlucky to the women's England team, mm-hmm. you've done us all very proud. Mm-hmm. So hang your head. So you had to say hang your heads <laughs> in shame, did you? Yeah, no, <laughs> gonna, lift your heads up high. That's what I mean to say. Like, don't be worried. Don't worry. You've done better than what the men have. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So credit to you. Um, but if you uh, listen to our last week's episode, you know that this week we are doing about Buddhist mm-hmm. mythology. And I just want to say, we've had a rotter. Yeah, yeah, we've had a fucking mare. <laughs> Let's say, when it comes to mainly like, like Asian mythology, me and Josh, that's not our stronghold. No. But it, it was one of them, like, you can't talk about other... Mythologies and not mention the Asian. No, exactly. So, yeah, so we do apologise in, in <laughs> advance. Yeah, we, uh, we are not... Uh, well, we we got a few bits. Yeah, it that this way. won't be the longest episode, no. but we've got something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, let's like say Buddhism is a is a religion. Mm-hmm. Like for a start, and I mean, I think it's like I think I have all of them. It's like one of the best religions. Yeah, like, very peaceful, mm-hmm. very like quite nice. Yeah, actually. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, but with that, Josh. Yep. We'll let you go first. Okay, Because I think you're talking about the actual Buddha himself. Yep. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, but. <laughs> I didn't want to burp into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was about to be sick. Alright, so Buddhism, one of the great religions of the world, was founded in India in the 500s BC. And then spread throughout Asia. Over time, many different Buddhist sects have developed sects. Oh, like sections. Sections. Sectors, I don't know. Have developed, each with its own doctrines, gods and legends. Mm -hmm. Although Buddhism has produced uh, little mythology of its own, it it has incorporated stories from mythologies of various groups that adopted the religion. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the Buddha, the son of King... Sorry if I butchered this. Sudhanadana. 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 Him. We'll call him Bob. 
Son of King Bob. Uh, Gautama was born around 563 BC. According to the legend, his mother, Queen Maya, had a dream in which she was expecting a child fathered by a white elephant. What What, what you been doing? <laughs> what you been doing with elephants, woman? <laughs> Local Brahims, or holy men, interpreted the dream to mean that the queen would give birth to a great man. They said that the child would be a powerful king unless he became aware of human suffering in the world. If that happened, he would become a great holy man and saviour. Some legends say that when uh, Guatama yeah, was, um, was born, the earth shook, rivers stopped flowing, flowers fell from the sky, and a lotus flower sprang from the place where he had first touched the earth. Mindful of the prophecy about his son, Queen Bob. King Bob, wasn't it? King Bob, yeah, sorry. Did everything possible to shield the boy from knowledge of the outside world and human suffering. Mm. He built a palace in which his son could enjoy all of life's pleasures and he forbade any mention of death, grief or sickness. Talk about sheltered. Yeah. <laughs> One day, Gautama expressed a wish to see the world outside the palace. Bob agreed to take his son to a nearby town. But first, he had the town cleaned up and ordered that everything unpleasant be removed. During the visit, however, Gautama saw a sick man, an old man, a beggar, and a corpse. So they cleaned it fucking well then, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. the body and the sick man? Nah, they'll be alright. Yeah, but when you first said about that, like getting it cleaned up you imagine like being there you just go walking about doing it every day and they say you need to leave <laughs> <laughs> why you are not clean <laughs> leave this place do not come back for three days <laughs> but there's a body laying over there yeah 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 that don't matter you you gone leave <laughs> shocked to discover that people lived in poverty became sick grew old and died the prince realised that he knew nothing about the real world. Determined to learn the truth about the world, Gautama set up all, uh, gave up all his possessions and left his home. He became a beggar and sought truth and understanding by denying himself all pleasures. Jesus. Just just one thing about learning about it, then, but... Talk Giving about, them up? Yeah. A bit mad. Talk about chucking yourself in the deep end <laughs> from having everything you could possibly desire Yeah, fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see how the other go, go about it. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Fair play to him. He's a better man than me. Yeah. After six years of wandering and seeking wisdom from holy men, Gautama realised that he was nowhere nearer the truth and understanding than before. He decided to look for truth within himself and went to the town of Bod. Gaia. Bodhigaya. Bodhigaya. To sit beneath the Bodhi tree and meditate. Mm. While he was meditating, the evil spirit Mara tried to tempt Gautama with beautiful women. When this failed, Mara threatened him with demons and finally threw a fiery disc at him. <laughs> However, the disc turned into flowers and floated down on Gautama's head. After five weeks of meditation, Gautama came up uh, came to understand that the only way to avoid suffering was to free oneself from all desires. Mm. At the moment of this revelation, Siddhartha, Siddhartha Gautama, yeah, yeah. fucking hell, speaking in pastor tongue here, 
became became the bud, the enlightened one, mm. who is free from suffering. He then began to travel and teach others to how to achieve enlightenment. Buddha gained many followers before his death around 480 BC. Mm-hmm. After his death of Buddha, his after the death of Buddha, sorry, his followers carried Buddhist teachings throughout Asia. Within hundreds, within a few hundred years, Buddhism was practiced in Sri Lanka, Burma, Thailand, uh, and Com- Cambodia, and most of Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. By the AD 600s, it had spread to Central Asia, China, Korea, Japan, and Tibet. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't there something as well? I'm pretty sure. I remember. We, I remember we used to do stuff about this in primary school. You saw about different yeah. religions, and that was RE. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he used to only eat. He used to, let's say, sit under our Bodhi tree. Yeah. He'd only eat one grain of rice a day. Yeah. And and that until he reached enlightenment. Yeah, which I think another word is nirvana. Yeah, yeah, it's nirvana. Isn't I it? think so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Then they reached nirvana. So I think when that happened, he he then indulged, and that's where, where you get the whole statue of Buddhist. He's a big porker. Yeah, big fat fuck. Yeah, exactly. And. Um, I'm not sure. Where did the whole thing of rubbing the Buddha's belly come from? Do you know what? I really don't know. Whether it's just a... Obviously, it's a symbol of good luck, but why is belly? Yeah. I suppose because it's the biggest thing, maybe. <laughs> well, it might be that, or because of how he only used to eat that one grain of rice a day, mm. and then like reach an enlightenment, because he was so starved, then he reached enlightenment, then he could indulge. It was like a like a, like a a bliss. Yeah. I yeah. might butchered that. I don't know. <laughs> Someone who's actually proper in the Buddhist religion scan. These two are waffling yeah, at their yeah, ass. Yeah. <laughs> like we said, we're not the most knowledgeable. No, no. Let's say when it comes to religion and that, I'm very far from it. Yeah, exactly. I think the only religion I do follow is paganism. From, from <laughs> the Vikings. So do what you do with that, what you will. But um, no, it just seems like with that, yeah. Cause, yeah, because he's like jolly and everything like that. It and he got good fortune. Yeah, I think that is what it is, isn't it? You rub the Buddha's belly for good fortune. Good fortune, yeah. So I might, yeah, that might be something to do with that. But the kid, the kid had everything. Yeah, and, he and because he was that molly coddled, he's mm. like <laughs> just typical in it. The one you're molly coddled, you won't see anything of the outside world. Mm. Dad, I want to see something of the outside world. Okay, just give me a couple of days, mm. boys. Clean this shit up. <laughs> Get there dead body yeah. just like you'd look at the people cleaning just <laughs> I gave you one job <laughs> one job <laughs> but the thing is it could have been while they were while they were like parading through town he just a man dropped dead <laughs> and then you would be even more pissed off if you were the person cleaning like yeah. oh for fuck's sake you could have <laughs> yeah. held it another five minutes or yeah or like, someone they're saying like he's a sick man he might have just had a real bad case of hay fever or something yeah you know what I mean like <laughs> And he's like, like snotting and everything. And like, oh, he is ill. <laughs> and an old man, he just can't help it. He no. just, you know what I mean? He's an old man. How dare I age? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll get that. But surely, like, you say he's molly cold with him and he wouldn't see, like, know about death, illness, and all that. Surely, when he's getting older, his parents are getting older. He's going to realise. Yeah, yeah, and they're either going to get sick or get old and die. He's got to realise it then. So. Kind of, but your plan kind of backfired, didn't it, Bob? Yeah. So really, Bob, 
you just proved actually how shit of a parent you were. Yeah. Because instead of like teaching him about the real world and what does happen, preparing him. Yeah, exactly. Preparing him for the worst. You thought he don't need to know that, <laughs> even though it was eventually going to happen to you, my old mate. But hey, I've just pissed off a whole religion. Now. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, just I don't get it. Well, like he, he's had all these maids and servants and that. Like, what? What do you think? They just like went one day and didn't come back, and then they were like, "Oh, what happened to him?" He went, oh, they just moved on. And yeah. Turns out they just got ill or just got old and died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So, Ed, mm-hmm. what? creatures are around buddhist mythology now well there is a few not many but there is a few the first one i've got is a naga what you call me (laughs) (laughs) can't believe you've done this (laughs) i'm getting lynched (laughs) a naga (laughs) i didn't call you a naga (laughs) but if you don't know what a naga is it's, I think it's also the scientific name for uh, King Cobra. Oh, is it? Mm. So, with that, um, Naga. In Buddhism, a member of a class of mythical semi-divine beings, half human and half cobra, that is a Naga. They are strong, handsome species who can assume either holy human or holy serpentine form and are potentially dangerous but often beneficial to humans. They live in an underground kingdom called Naga Loka, or Patala Loka, which is filled with resplendent palaces, beautifully ornamented with precious gems. The creator deity, Brahma, relegated the Nagas... To the, I've got to really be careful how I say, say this. So that's why I'm being very careful. Because I could get myself into trouble. <laughs> Relegate the Nagas to never regions when they became too populous on Earth and commanded them to, to buy only the truly evil or those destined to die prematurely. They are also associated with waters, rivers, lakes, seas and wells and are guardians of treasure which sound very similar to the dragons we spoke about last week Yeah, the female Nagas or Naginis that one's even more dodgy yeah, no, <laughs> where do you know the word Nagini? oh wait that's the snake from Harry Potter isn't thank it? you see I've got to keep, keep yeah, Voldemort was a Buddhist he bald? Was, yeah, he was bald, weren't he? <laughs> Had loads of followers. He did have loads of followers. Oh my God, Voldemort was a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have the back Buddha belly though, did he? Voldemort <laughs> <laughs> was a Buddha. He was a Buddhist. Yeah, just an evil one. Our serpentine princesses of striking beauty. The dynasties of Manipur in northeastern India, the Pallavas in southern India, and the ruling family of Funan, ancient Indochina. Each claimed an origin in the na- in the union of a human being and a Nagi. In Buddhism, Nagas are often represented as door guardians, or as in Tibet, as minor deities. 
the Naga king, Mukalinda, who sheltered the Buddha from rain for seven days while he was deep in meditation, is beautifully depicted in the 9th to 13th century Monkerma Buddhas of what are now Thailand and Cambodia. Uh, in oh, that's Jainism. Don't need that. <laughs> in art, Nagas are represented in a fully zoomorphic form as hooded cobras, having one to seven or more heads, as human beings with many hooded snake canopy over their heads, or as half human with the lower part of uh, body below the navel coiled like a snake, and a canopy of hoods over their heads. Often they are shown in postures of adoration as one of the major gods or heroes is shown accomplishing some miraculous miraculous feat before their eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got some of them words with you. Yeah. I surprised myself. <laughs> <laughs> a parlala. <laughs> is this the same animal? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Look, it, a parlala. It is how it said, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Apalala. <laughs> just it's like you're asking somebody who's dyslexic to say Impala. Apalala <laughs> is a water-dwelling Naga in Buddhist mythology. It is said that Apalala lived near the Swat River. This area is sharp. <laughs> <laughs> this area is currently located in Peshawar, Khyber. <laughs> we are talking Swahili. <laughs> we're not. We're doing... <laughs> All right, let's have a go at this, shall we? <laughs> Before we get cancelled, Kaiba Pakhtunkhwa, Province, ah, Pakistan. Good. He is known to be the Naga King. The story of Apalala's <laughs> conversion <laughs> does not seem to be found in the Pali Canon. Although his name does appear with other beings, ooh, um, with other beings that honour the Buddha, um, oh God, the Samanta Pasadika, Saman, oh Saman, Samanta Pasadika, Samanta Pasadika, Hello, boy. mentions, yeah, you know, that this story was among those not included in the three councils. It is evidence that it was known in Sri Lanka as it is mentioned among the scenes depicted in the relic chamber of the Ma- Ma- <laughs> I just love it when we're flowing through these words and then the second we come up on Sunday, our brains just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mahathupa the Divyananda no <laughs> Divyavadana yeah, Divyavadana also mentions that Apalala's conversion took place shortly before the Buddha's death. <laughs> oh, that's maybe sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, to be fair though, I thought I'd bang yeah, most exactly. of that. It's just some of the words are funny. Yeah, I know they are, aren't they? <laughs> I, the thing is, I ain't even halfway through. <laughs> oh my god. But that is the Naga. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a king cobra, or it's a spectacle cobra. I think they're called Naga Naga. Yeah. Their scientific name, or Latin name. Because every animal has a Latin name. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, you do now. Mm-hmm. Do you know one of the easiest ones is? It's conger eel. Do you know what it is? Oh, don't tell me it's conger eel. No, it's conger conger. <laughs> Genuine. 
you know what the first one the first ever latin name or like scientific name i learned what it was the great white sharks hey wait 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 let me see if i get this because they say it in jaws didn't they yeah car car carcarius you banged it come on come on you actually banged that as well <laughs> and then it was the saltwater crocodile do you know that one yeah not clue crocodilius porosus yeah makes sense see if you like a, a man who could speak latin <laughs> <laughs> can you see it feels like the conjuring in that when they speak latin they're trying to turn a ghost <laughs> we're just sitting there going crocodilius what was it Cro- crocodilius porosus <laughs> holding a cross <laughs> demon just going crocodile what are you going on about yeah <laughs> yeah they'd be like ah! <laughs> hang on a minute <laughs> <laughs> You know what? There is a part of me that would like to learn Latin. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Well, I'm just saying, like, if say we do go on like um, a ghost hunt or a demon hunt or something, one of us gets possessed, the yeah. other one's sorted. Yeah, exactly. But I could barely speak English. <laughs> you, ima- you imagine when they're like blah, 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 <laughs> just reeling it off, or yeah. just like, just asking the demon, excuse me, how do you say that? Yeah, <laughs> and by the end, just, uh, just fucking leave him, <laughs> just get out. You don't just, pay rent, <laughs> it's off. <laughs> you think of piss, <laughs> Fuck off. stop making that little girl's head turn the whole way. She's not now, Fuck off. Pack it in, you're playing silly buggers now. <laughs> oh, come on, mate, I just want to go tidy the nights. In here, uh, making a mockery out of us. Pack it in. I'm not being funny, mate. Are you, finished, uh, are you going to be finished anytime soon? It's done to start in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be like, oh, this is going to go on for a while. Does anyone want anything? Just start ordering like delivery. Demon, you want a burger or something? Yeah, yeah. I'll get KFC. What you fancy, boss? It's that bonus banquet. You are right, bitch. <laughs> Fucking hell! Now that was a tangent. We hadn't gone on a proper tangent in ages. ages. <laughs> We've went somehow from wanting to talk Latin to ordering a demon at KFC. <laughs> How does that? Happen? Well, you can only find that with the missing <laughs> mysteries team. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus! Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! In Buddhist mythology, a Kanara is a oh, <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> oh. I, think I just spoke Latin then. <laughs> Yeah, canara. It's a paradigmatic lover. Oh, <laughs> paradigmatic lover, a celestial musician, half human and half horse in India or half bird in Southeast Asia. Their character is clarified in the Adipava of the Mahabharata. Tata. <laughs> Mahabharata, where they say. We are everlasting lover and beloved. We never separate. We are eternally husband and wife. Never do we become mother and father. No offspring is seen on in our lap. We are lover and beloved, ever embracing. In between us, we do not permit any third creature demanding affection. 
Our life is a life of perpetual pleasure. Selfish bastards. Dirty buggers. So, the constant shagging, but we ain't having kids, boy. No, but that's... I think they mean just themselves. So, basically, they wanked their whole life. Fair play. Decent. Um, We've probably... Yeah, we're so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They also featured a number of Buddhist texts, including in the Lotus Sutra. Not Kama Sutra. That's a different book altogether. An ancient Indian string instrument is known as a Canary Veena. In Southeast Asian mythology, canaries, the female counterpart of canaras, are depicted as half-bird, half-woman creatures. One of the many creatures that inhabit the mythical Himavanta. Canaries have the head, torso and arms of a woman, and the wings, tail and feet of a swan. Do you know the name Swan? (laughs) She is renowned for her dance, song and poetry, and is a traditional symbol of feminine beauty. According to Buddhist mythology, the god Indra created a pavilion, a sala, as an abode to Visantra, his wife, and two children to live. His wife went into the forest to collect fruit. Hang on, I must No, I'm on a different thing now. <laughs> so, that was canaries. Canaries? That might be where they got it from. No, I doubt it, mate, because these are meant to be like half human, half swans. Yeah, that's true. Can- <laughs> Little yellow bird. Yeah. <laughs> Canary. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> yeah, no, we're on a different thing now. Sorry. Um, his wife went into the forest to collect fruits. She was, however, in danger of being attacked by hermits or yogis, not Yogi Bear, who lived in the forest. Although they had acquired special powers from their meditation, they had not conquered lust. Therefore... Indra created 12 of these special Narathon trees. We're talking about Narathons. The trees would bear fruit whenever she went out to collect food and distract the men. The fruits were all in the image of Indra's beautiful wife. The men took the fruits to their place of abode and after making love to them would sleep for four months and lose their powers. Yep, you heard that right. (laughs) She shagged them out. (laughs) No, men who like steal the fruit. They're, they're shagging peaches and that. <laughs> According to Thai folklore, since Vasantra and his family have died, the trees bear fruit daily, but the forest will disappear when the Buddha's teachings have become lost, predicted to be 5,000 years after his death. Mm-hmm. So we've still got a little while. Yeah. <clears throat> when the fruits appear on the trees, they last for seven days after which they will wither and die if they are not picked. They have same internal organs as humans, but no bones. These maidens also have magical powers and possess spirits which can sing and dance. There are supposedly two Makali porn pods in a Buddhist temple near Bangkok. It is said that they came from Himafan, Himafan, the mythical forest at Wat Phut Udum Temple near Pathum Thani. <laughs> there is a representation of the tree together with ghost, ghosts and hell scenes. Representations of the Narathon tree are very common in Thai comic books. 
both fresh and dry, often in manga style. Amulets and charms in the form of Narathan girls are sold throughout Thailand. Folk stories claim that the tree grows somewhere in the Fetchabun Mountains and hoaxes are common. These include pictures of Narathon girls growing from trees, as well as dry Narathon maidens. The Narathon myth inspired the 2006 Thai film Narathon, or means Devil Ivy, in Chai. <laughs> Chayananan, <laughs> Arjpru, Tasakol, Pong. I'm trying very hard here. You're just trying your best to read it. Just and the the Pong. Oh mate, we're getting we're getting banned. Oh, we are getting banned. <laughs> Pong Pakawat. <laughs> <laughs> and Paymani Paymani Sankakorn. And the 2000s head movie, Narafon Con Pruxa. It means Narafon people from the tree. And with, I think they're their names. I can't, I can't breathe. With Fasakon, Fromrabut, <laughs> and Thanmon, Theklamong. <laughs> oh, my ribs are really hurt. That's made me swear. See, this is why I stick to Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This is the next one. The most famous version of history of Manusia is from Sasanalankaya (laughs) Treaty. Why did you sing a... That's just you sing the words. Sansala. Right. Composure. Yeah. According to that treatise, Manusia first appeared in 235 BE or 309 BCE. It's not a real creature, but a statue in order to frighten the ogres, demons, and evil spirits. In the 235th year after Parinibbana of Lord Buddha, the Buddhist ministry of five mothers, senior monks, led by Sona and Uttara, arrived at Sadhum of Savanabhumi, where the king Sirimasoka was reigning at the time as the city is near the sea. The Balumas, um, Balumas or Ogresses, living in the sea, had been coming to eat the babies from the royal households. Fuck it, no. <laughs> yeah, no. On the same day when the missionaries arrived, the Queen had just born a baby, and the, fi- and the 500 Balumas were coming. The people were seriously frightened by seeing these. The missionary monks then uh, 
then used their Aberina ED power to create a thousand freighting image, images with a human head and two hindquarters of lions, thus called Manusina. No, Manusia, man lion, to surround the Balumas, who frightened and ran away after that. The monks then recite the Parata protections to prevent returning of Belas and other bad creatures. All the people converted to Buddhism and 3,500 3, men, including 1,500 princes, were willingly ordained as monks. After that, Manusia figures drawn on palm leaves were put as amulets on children's, he on children's head to protect them from bad creatures. A rock Manusia uh, statue was erected on the mountain northwest of Sadum, modern-day Thaton. There are different versions of that history, only different in state the name and location of the capital city of Savanabumi. Sadum is the short form <laughs> of Suda Sudampura. <laughs> Some sources say the capital city is Sudam Sudamavati. Some other authoritative sources say that its name is Taikala from Golamati in Pali through Montuik Gala. The authoritative sources states that half the city was located on top of Mount Kalesa while the rest was on adjoining plain. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Thank fuck us, done. <laughs> My We don't God. mean you're upset or offended no. anyone. We really don't. That's we the were thing. trying the best to try and pronounce But them. you try and <laughs> pronounce the best you can, and your partner's there pissing himself <laughs> of laughter. You're gonna laugh too. I tried my best, but just hearing him piss laughing just got me giggling. <laughs> It was just like reading the wall. We just went, pong. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. I was done. It's just pong. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. That is one of the best times I've read. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh my god. But oh. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my day. <laughs> mm. Oh, dear. But, no, that is, well, what was that, three or four? Four things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, creatures I found in Buddhist mythology. There is, there is more. Let's say there was ogres and demons and stuff. Yeah. But we'll be covering a lot of stuff like that. Throughout well. the other ones yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. So. But, um, but, yeah, I think we're, we're about done. <laughs> Like we said, we did say it wasn't going to be a, a long one because, no. one, we don't know a lot about Buddhist mythology and as well. But trying to research is actually quite difficult because it, quite it ties di in with Hindu a lot. Yeah, it and, does. Which we are covering. Yeah, we're so, doing a separate thing on Hinduism. Yeah, so we so don't want to repeat ourselves again on a different podcast. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But as well, like, and I think as well, like, our fan, even with us, some short ones are better. Yeah. Because I think with a like long, long episodes... They do tend to drag out. It's just natural. Yeah. And I mean, even myself, I think I was watching one 
ages ago. I can't remember which one it was now. A little while ago, and I was like, oh, even I'm bored of this. Now. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, tell so, us your it, thoughts. Yeah, I was going to say, helpful if you got. <clears throat> well, obviously, you guys are the ones that are listening to it, so it really helped if we could get your feedback. Do you prefer the longer ones, or do you prefer the sh- if they're like short and sweet like this yeah. one? Yeah, because as well, even if they're a bit shorter and that, and like we haven't covered everything. If it's something that you might be interested in, I don't think we've done it justice personally, <laughs> but if it is something you're interested in, then you can have a looky look yourselves. And if you've got any ideas for us, let us know. Yeah. And if you can pronounce these words better, <laughs> please let us know. Because we are sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Dear. Right, Ed, yeah. what have we got next week? Next week... We're staying in Asia, obviously. Hang on, I better just double check. I think it's Philippines. I think it's the Philippines. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to see that just yet. No. Yeah, it is the Philippines, mm-hmm. which is strangely I'm quite excited for. Yeah. Because, well, two of them I know fact what I'm going to be doing, and that is the Aswang mm-hmm. and the Mananangal. So yeah, trying to find gonna be trying to find stuff on different Philippine mythologies and mm-hmm. folklores. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. That sounds pretty good to me, doesn't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sweet, sweet house. So and obviously on um hang on, I've got to get the dates right here. Wednesday. Wednesday. There'll be a new On The Hunt episode. Yeah. And then on Friday, there will be a new... Um, Reacts. Reacts video. Yeah. So, plenty of Mr. Mysteries content. And also, at some point, I think this week, we actually done uh, an interview. Yeah. But it weren't us doing the interview. Yeah. Which is the mad one. It was uh, by a fella who we've uh, spoke to in a friend, lovely man, mm-hmm. called Nuclear Medicine Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a podcast out. Um, he, I don't, uh, I couldn't find him on YouTube, but he is on Spotify and Podbean and all the other um, podcast streaming websites. Yep. So we'll definitely let you know when that comes out, which I think it is some point this week. Yeah. Um, we'll find out. But no, we we thoroughly enjoyed that. that yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. That episode. I mean, yeah. I'm look. I'm looking forward to that coming out. And yeah, at some point we'll have to have have him on us yeah yeah 100 percent. so that would be that would be good but um yeah i think that is near enough about it i think that's about it so ed where can they find us well you can find us on facebook which is mr mysteries in black and white uh it's a group so you have to be added to well not added to you have to be accepted accepted you will don't worry Mm mm-hmm um, you can follow us on Instagram, which is Miss and Mysteries underscore the actual underlying bit. Um, you can follow us on in, um, Twitter, which is Miss and Mysteries one, mm-hmm. um, or just put in Miss and Mysteries. And if you see our logo, that's, that's it. it. Uh, you can follow us on our TikTok, which we do actually post quite a bit on, mm-hmm. which is Miss and Mysteries ten. Uh, Again, you'll see our logo. Everywhere has this logo. Yeah. So if you look up Myths and Mysteries and you see that logo, nine times out of ten, that is, is that us. Unless someone's faking us. Which is quite flattering. Yeah, it is. A bit mad. Though, yeah. Isn't it? Um, you can email us, and that could be with sightings, 
theories. Um, that could be recommendations on the podcast. That could be criticisms of the podcast, which I'm expecting for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> that could be praises, which we'd prefer, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but yeah, that could be absolutely anything to do with the podcast. Or not even need it. It don't have to be about the podcast. No. You just want to know us. Um, you can follow us on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is subscribe and like. Best way to find out is through our Facebook. Like all of our social medias and everything, the Facebook group I'd recommend the best is the best to go for. Yep. And we have got the links to everything on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, comment, subscribe. And plus, you actually see our mugs. <laughs> 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 and... Um, like like you say, like Josh said, we've got the On the Hunt, mm-hmm. which is a new little series, which is pretty much me and Josh looking at more modern, up to date, up to date things that cover that come in a while. Yeah, forte, yeah. Shall we say? So that is that is that. But and also we're going to use it as well to discuss things we want to talk. about. Yeah, exactly. Let's say we was meant to be doing. Um, a few things, but they have seemed to have dropped. Mm-hmm. These is things it, happen. Is what it is. Um, but yeah, we're just going to use that, use YouTube, and use on the hunt. Yeah. I mean, let's say it's difficult with the algorithms and that, but hopefully, with your guys' help, we'll we'll make get it there. We'll get there. And also, let's say on a Friday, we'll be uh, with the YouTube. We'll be doing a reacts one, mm-hmm. which we released one Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be coming out normally on a Friday, but because yeah. we was kind of busy and things yeah, yeah. like that so yeah we've done Saturday. yeah that's when we had our interview and that so uh yeah so it's a bit different but yeah usually it'll be a friday so you'll have the main podcast on a monday on the hunt on the wednesday and it reacts on the friday mm-hmm. Whew, that's a lot whole lot of content for you people yeah. but for the main podcast really Josh, where can you listen to us? You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Beautiful. But, um, yeah. How do you figure out where Josh... Mad. <laughs> like we said, we do apologise. We never, ever meant to offend no. anybody. If we have, we de- deeply yeah. are sorry. <laughs> we were trying our best to pronounce some of these. It was just impossible. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's wrong with the name Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty universal, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no, thank you very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Happy hunting. <laughs> <laughs>